Hi, and welcome to an extremely special episode of Wasted Takes, episode 200. No extra number for this one, no fun fact. Just 200 episodes, nearly 200 straight weeks, probably about 207, I'd say, we've been doing the show. And the gang's all here to celebrate. I'm joined by the full crew, Tucker, Dylan, Cam. How are we feeling on episode 200, gentlemen? Fantastic. Angry. Couldn't be happier. Angry. <laughs> Another angry episode from Dylan. This is a happy occasion. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm cracking a beer. This is a, this is a happy occasion. 200 episodes. Glad we're still doing it, boys. Uh, we'll have some celebration throughout, I imagine. But uh, let's get right into winners and losers. Uh, my take, Bill Belichick was not fired, even though the Patriots lost to the Colts. I did say by 20, so it's not a... Yeah, I'd say this was just as embarrassing as losing by 20. It was pretty bad, but, um, yeah, so I'll give myself a loss there. Big loser, me. Uh, loser, ways it takes parlay, Tucker. Uh, Tucker and I watched the game together Sunday, and he told me no less than three times, without me even prompting him, how great his bet was. And, and how how it was yep. going to win. It was lock of the year. He said he had two locks of the year. Year did. Yeah, locked it, first lock of the year for Tucker. Uh, and it, second it, lock of the year. Okay, second lock. Of, what was the other one? The college game, right? Uh, what college game was it? I don't know. Oh, Michigan. Michigan, Penn State. So that hit. So locks of the year, one and one. Everyone else hit their their leg. Um, yeah, their usual. Overall, the parlay one and nine. Tucker's at four and six. I'm at six and four. I'm on a little bit of a heater. I've started to come around on this parlay. Cam at six two and two, and Dylan pulled back to five hundred. Ended the five game losing streak. He is five and five. So we are not doing great, but we're gonna hit again for sure. We're gonna hit again. I think this. I week, can feel it. Um, and frankly, the parlay is still up on the year. It pays out sixteen to one. And we're one for ten. That is profitable. If you bet every week of which takes parlay, you are up money. It's getting close. It's getting close. Um, it means we're due. We are due. I think we're gonna win any week now. We've been close. This we ever since our zero and four week, we've been close. What was that? Three weeks ago, we've been close. Um, Vikings big win. NFC North. In contention, possibly, Cam. That was when yours. Yep, still going. Also, Broncos. Three-game win streak. Knocked off the Chiefs. Knocked off the Bills, two of the biggest contenders in the AFC. Super Bowl hopes. Are they alive, Cam? Very much alive. Yep, I'm all the way turned back around on them. Are we doing uh, playoff predictions? We can. I mean, just look at the standings. Whoever said the athletics were moving to... Las Vegas is a winner. Wasn't that you? Or no, you said they were going to Montreal, didn't you? Um, They're not moving to 2028, though. Fine, they're moving. Loser, BC football. Tucker and I went to a BC football game. It was almost unwatchable. Left at the half. They're that bad, huh? Awful. It was hard to watch. (laughs) On TV at Patrick's tonight, and I I changed the channel. Off of just, I was like, no one should have to endure watching this. Yeah, it was yeah, not, entertaining. Right now. not entertaining at all. Um, 
Coles. Dylan Benham is on fire. He's picking up one point for the NFL take that will cut uh, three teams due to lack of talent. I didn't vote for my own poll on that, my own one on that one because it was the Bill Belichick fired. It clearly didn't happen. I voted for Cam's, but it still wasn't enough. And Cam's Cam's starting to call a little bit of a uh, little bit of collusion. Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, when Cam wins every week, it's just because his takes are way better. But when Dylan wins every week, it's fraud. I just want to make sure this is some um, Trumpy bullshit going on. If I win, it's all legit. If someone else wins, it's fraud. Yes. <laughs> At least he's honest. Yes. Dylan, uh, any any sort of fraud going on? Absolutely not. Okay. I. Sometimes I don't even vote on the poll at all, so I don't even I don't even look at it. That settles it to me. Um, and then the second poll, Dylan has a chance to pick up another point, but he's going up against me. Uh, it is uh, my rich Pisaki. I mean, I'll take, take a concession. I mean, we we got to do this fair. We have to do this fair. Does anyone have an AirPod or a coin or anything? I don't. Okay, I'm behind in the polls. Uh, and I am going to defer. I got one. The choice is yours, Dylan. Left. It is the left. No. no. I'm sorry. I never Dylan. win these. I never win. Wow. Dylan currently sitting two back from Cam. Oh, baby. Cam hasn't picked up a point in a long time. Tucker and I are five points each. I mean, this might be one of the all-time... This is getting (laughs) spicy. Damn, you got to start bringing some heat to the pod. I mean, this will be one of the all-time choke jobs. Absolutely. Atlanta Falcons. Got to make better teams. New York Yankees. Boston Bruins. Cam Abderholden's lead in Wasted Takes Pulse. Yeah. Uh, Two votes. Two-point two lead, worst lead than Wasted Takes. Well, you had a, you had like a nine-point lead. So. It might have been, been more. <laughs> it might have been more. Um, all right. Anybody else winners and losers? Any takes that you can think of that have not come true or are in the process of coming true? I, uh, I'm back in on my Bengals take, not making the playoffs. They're, uh, how's that game going right now? I don't have it on my TV. They're losing. Joe Burrow's out. I, I saw Burrow got hurt. Joe Burrow's out? Oh, wow. Nah, no, he's not out, but he's probably out. It looks like you're hurt really bad. Uh, Chargers lost, correct? Yep. Uh, so that take, Tuck. Maybe maybe not maybe not doing so great. Um, Jimmy G. Has to start this week, Dylan, or your takes a loser. Yeah, let's, we'll see about that. That was the one but you just want to play for. Jimmy G will get injured and never start again. So, is he a loser or is he just a delayed winner? Maybe. Um, it's a good way to look at it. Uh, okay, uh, wasted takes in episode two hundred, our two hundredth wasted take, give or take a couple missed episodes from people. Um, Anyone, anyone got a take? I, I have one, yeah. All right, go ahead. You, is this better? It'd be good, Cam. You got to start. You know what? 
I think it is good. I don't, I don't think it's going to get any votes. <laughs> Here we go. So that's so, not going to help you. We've been talking about college football quarterbacks a lot lately on the show, um, in the group chat. And, uh, there's one name that pops up as more of a fact at the beginning of the year, but he's a good, good guy, uh, Shubert Sanders. So everything I'm reading says that he's not going to be in the draft. Uh, I, I agree with that. I think he stays in Colorado as he should. His brother's going to stay there. Dion's going to stay there. Um, too much talent. He's got to be the, the one guy. Uh, to make a, a name for himself in the draft, I think there's too much talent around him. He doesn't want to be, uh, you know, fall to the second round guy. I I agree with that. And I think it's going to pay off for him next year. I think that Shudder Sanders is going to be a better prospect and have another good year. And uh, it's going to be a little bit of a package deal going on in this draft. Right now, Arthur Smith. Is, uh, is in Atlanta and he's getting uh, quite the screwed. Nobody likes him there. Everybody makes fun of his mustache. He's not playing Bijan in the red zone. Um, this also happens to be the team that Deion Sanders played for at one point. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen next is that Deion Sanders and Shadir Sanders both go to the Falcons in the 2025 draft. Whatever comes first, I think it would probably be, it, it'd just be a package deal. I think Arthur Smith gets fired in the offseason. I think Dion gets gets put into the role. Granted that that he, he drafts his son. So if you get Dion, you get the son. I don't know what pick they'll have. I don't know anything else like that. But the take is, Deion Sanders and Shadur Sanders, both Atlanta Falcons next year. All right. Uh, 2025, sorry. Yeah, so I agree with you. I don't think I don't think Shadur is going to come out. I don't think he should. If he does, I think it's a bad decision. The only thing oh. is, I don't think Dion has any machinations at this time of wanting to go to the NFL. I think he likes the college game. He's just in it. He's not even a season in to the D1 college game. He's a hell of a recruiter. People are going to want to keep going there to play for him. He's bound to have a top 10 team at some point in the next five years. Um, I think in the NFL, it's because it's so much harder to bring in talent. There's no real recruiting aspect outside of like, hey, this is a cool place to play and we're going to pay you a boatload of money. Whereas in college, it's like, yeah, I'm Deion Sanders. You want to play for me for free and get your NIL. Um, so I don't think he's going going to the NFL. Anytime soon, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I think he's gonna stay in D1 ball for a long, long time. Uh, and I think if he ever gets a job in the NFL, he will fail and go right back to college. That's my assessment of him from watching about five games of Colorado football this year. So, Tucker, um, I am on the same side as Trey on this one. Uh, I think it's clear that Dion is an awesome college coach. He's a motivator. He's, he will have the Urban Meyer effect. Like, NFL player, like, college players, they will live and die for Dion. Like, this guy will get me to the league. This guy is awesome. Like, if Dion tried that, like, I got my luggage and it's Gucci in the NFL, like, NFL divas would lose their mind and be like, I'm not playing for this. Like, there would be a mass walkout. 
Like there would, it's just not the same. You can't, and you can't recruit the same in the NFL like you can in college. The way that he does there, and he's so effective at doing this. It's just not the same type of game. I just don't see him leaving at all. I don't think Shadur should leave this year. Actually, I do. Screw it. Like, you don't know. Right now, you're projected, like, maybe first, maybe second round. He had a really good start to the year and fell off. Like, do you really think Shadur is a top five pick in a year from now? Like, I think Shadur might think that, and he might say because of it, but... Gotta bet on yourself. If I'm if I'm Shadur, I'm like, look, I I got a ticket. No one was looking at me a year ago. Now everyone wants a piece of this. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Like I would absolutely do that if I was him. So the reason I, I don't think it's gonna happen is because Dion said it. He said he's going to keep his kids at Colorado and whatever he says goes and he's done it. He knows how, how this works. I think he sees that it's going to be a better fit and he's going to, his draft stock's only going to go up. I mean, with more talent around him at Colorado next year, I can only imagine that he's going to be playing better, which is kind of tough to do, I suppose, but how can you not if you're going to have more talent next year? Um, so yeah, that, that's the majority of the reason I think that he's going to stay. And then the take wouldn't be wasted if I just said he's going to go to Atlanta. That's why I said he's yeah, no, going to go for sure. It's a it's it's the the wasted aspect of it is not in question. I mean that it's a good wasted take. Um, I I I also just to add on, I don't know why any D one coach that gets paid millions of dollars to do that job would ever go to the NFL. It doesn't make sense to me. It's so different, and it's like. I, don't know. I mean, there's guys that I think it works for. I don't think Deion Sanders is one of those guys. Uh, Dill, do you have an opinion? Who's the other guy? I know who Deion is. Shadur's son is the quarterback. Who's his son? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, there's no way. I like the idea, Cam. Uh, um, Quest Dylan. He's going to stay... Quarterback's going to stay. Alton doesn't like it, so it's not going to win the poll. Sorry, the other two didn't like it either, Cam. I like it. I just don't agree with it. Um, I said the same thing. I have a take that is also pertinent to next year's draft. That's a good segue. Um, So, the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns, what's going on with them? They're good. They're not good. Their quarterback played, but he's hurt. He's done for the year. Sean Watson. We all know the Sean Watson story. Predator. Sex pest. Got paid an absolute bag. Browns gave up their soul for him um, to come play for them. So in the past two years since joining the team, he's had to sit out for seven games for being a sex pest. He then came back and played quite poorly for them at the end of the year. This year, he came in. He's been banged up a little bit. He's had some terrible games. He's had some good games. Started to seem like he was turning it around, and now he's hurt. Um, So, my takeaway from all this is Deshaun Watson is done as a elite quarterback in this league. I don't think that's a hot take. Um, I don't think he'll ever regain what he was in Houston. I think sitting out the year in Houston that he did was one of the worst things he could have done for his career. 
obviously molesting people also not very good for his career but yeah um, yeah but i think in terms of just his playing ability sitting out a year and then a year and a half really it's gonna it's gonna affect you i don't think he'll ever be back to that level um i think the uh the browns made a deal with the devil here and they did a very browns thing and this is going to continue and i've been on big curse curse vibes lately i think they're cursed they have been for a long time i don't know the original the origin of the curse for them moving from baltimore um to go out there maybe uh i don't know but the browns will have the first overall pick in next year's draft this thing is going to fail spectacularly deshaun's going to come back next year and be terrible Nick Chubb probably gets hurt again. Miles Garrett forces his way out of town. It all goes wrong. Stefanski gets fired. It all goes wrong. They drop to the bottom of the league, and they are handicapped by that contract for years to come. They go through another stretch of being in the top five of drafts three out of five years. Um, they're going to be terrible, and it's going to start next year with them having the worst record in the NFL. They will have the first overall pick in the 2025 NFL draft. That's the take. Um, can we call it, can we call this a Baker Mayfield curse? Could be. Just, I think I it's added it's, on. I mean, they're just a, they're I just a curse. The sex test is probably worse than the Baker Mayfield part, but uh, yeah, no, maybe the sex test curse. Um, like it's so deserved. I can't emphasize enough that this has happened to them. Like, you really traded your franchise for a sex pet. Like, a guy that's just an absolute scumbag. Allegedly. And that, what do you know, something bad happens. Like, just awesome luck. I mean, it was so obvious that this was going to happen, right? Like, no one's surprised. Oh, I don't know. I still thought he was going to be a really good football player. Oh, I knew, they were, I knew he was going to fail there. I didn't. Like, he was... I didn't, like... He was very good at football. Yeah, but who comes back from that type of allegation? I mean, Roethlisberger did, but it was one one infraction. This was 30. Yeah, people. a few people have, I feel like. 30, 30 sexual assault I cases? I feel like sexual assault allegations and professional athletes aren't exactly like. 30 a lot. 30, 30 a ton. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. but 30's a lot. I mean, it's not like there's that. Like, One's pretty like bad. NFL 30? Doing something bad and then ending up still being good. It's happened a lot of times, I feel like. Tyreek Hill. All yeah, Tyreek Hill, who's now like the darling of the NFL. What a fucking sweetheart he is. <laughs> well, you so saw he was, he was like backing up Deshaun on Twitter this week. And he was getting yeah. filleted in the, in the replies. Um, Cam. Who gets the first pick next year? Why is it the Browns? Uh, no, I don't agree with this. I think the defense is too good. The, the points that you made relying on Nick Chubb getting hurt and then Miles Garrett leaving town, even then, they're not the Browns that they used to be when they used to get the overall pick, one overall pick. Um, I think they got a lot of talent. Are you saying that Deshaun's next year is going to – He's still going to play. He's just going to be really bad. He'll play. He'll probably get hurt or he'll quit or something like that. He'll do some cowardice move. Um, But overall, what I'm saying is that, yes, I understand they're very good right now on defense and at certain positions. 
But there are the Browns, and they sold their soul to the devil for this player, and all that's going to fall apart as a result. Yeah, I um, I, I could see it happening because it's Browns, so it's always always a possibility to just have a couple of good seasons and then just go right back to the tank. Um, Cleveland is a loser city. Tucker was saying that people are Browns fans, used to be Browns fans, uh, just because they were able to laugh and stock. Not me. Always hated them. Never a fan. Ugly. Uh, Del? Yeah, and I would tend to agree with all of you. Um, definitely a curse. And I believe it was Tucker who brought this up when the signing first happened, that, like, this is a terrible, terrible decision. Um, and it's going to end poorly for them. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely proving to be a not great decision. Uh, the team is, is bad. They're using their, their offensive weapons poorly to begin with. Like, I don't know if it's bad coaching or, or something. The whole entire thing is not great. Um, the one thing I did want to touch on was Deshaun Watson, just like in general, like people kind of have this notion that he's such a great quarterback. Like, I'm not going to disagree that he's, that he's, it's not like he's bad or anything, but he played on a shit Texans team. And yeah, he brought the team to the playoffs a lot. Or I think they won the division a lot, but they didn't make any noise ever. Um, and I don't know. I feel like he was kind of one of those fringe quarterbacks. I like, I, I would, I wouldn't put him in like, you know, a, a really crazy high category. Um, talent uh so you know it's just a, a bad play in general by the browns they're gonna they're gonna be bad and i hope they're bad because like cam i always rooted for them to be bad um why though because they were the browns because it's and they funny stink. And it's very funny to watch like, them stink the lions to lose. i kind of like when the lions lose too i don't i like when the losers are losers um Del, do you think they get the first pick next year? I could see it happening, Trey. Yeah, I used to laugh at franchises like that because we weren't that. We were the opposite of that, and now that's us. So, uh, All right, who's going to take? Dylan. I do have a take. Um, we've talked this week about Belichick not being – uh, part of the team anymore, being fired at the end of the season. Um, Trey had to take about, you know, uh, the uh, Germany game and that being, you know, bad. And uh, I think that Belichick will be gone. And we've kind of heard some rumblings of that already on Twitter. Uh, the other rumbling is Mac Jones being moved to third string, not playing. That might may or may not happen, but either way, I don't think he's going to be uh, on. He's not going to be considered a, on the roster next year, probably. And what better thing to do than after bringing in a new coach is to bring in a new QB um, a guy who is reliable, who has the ability uh, to be good enough for you, uh, a guy who they can sign in the offseason. That guy, my friends, is the one and only Kirk Cousins. Yep. Kirk Cousins joining the Pats 2024, whatever season this counts as, next year. Uh, 
I don't know what the deal is going to be, but we'll see him in a Pats uniform next year. Uh, just slinging it around, being the average Kirk Cousins that he is. Yeah, I love above it, too. Uh, what, Tucker? The above average Kirk Cousins that he is. Um, I love it. I uh, was talking, I think it was, I was saying earlier this week that I want him on the team. Um, now, I like that we ha- we currently have, uh, each of us mm-hmm. except for Tucker has a pick for the next quarterback of the Patriots. Notice it's Maybe not that. a rookie for any of them. It's um, it's mine is Kyler, Dylan's is Kirk, and Cam's is Russell Wilson. And I think Cam is probably out of it. I'm maybe well out of it. I think this is this pick makes the most sense. So uh, in terms of you saying Mac Jones will be gone, I actually don't think he will. Um, I think he'll be on the team in some respects as a backup next year because he's cheap. That's the only reason why. Um, well, I. I- I, I don't know if he's going to be off the team. If, I, I meant more he's going to be just not considered playing. What do you mean not considered playing? Like he, he's, he's not going to be on the depth chart, as, depth chart as a guy. They're going to be like, okay, we want him to be. He's not going know, to play. In the game. Um, yeah, he's just going to. He might be there. Yeah. You just say he's not going to play. But, yeah, I, I think um, I've just. I'm, I'll touch more on that later on what I think about Mac, but um, yeah, I think Kirk makes all the all too much sense. Um, he's a guy that you know can get you wins here and there, and he's not gonna bring you to a Super Bowl. But that's not what we're trying to do right now. That's not what we're worried about. We're worried about getting in a position where we can compete again, and he may be able to do that. Uh, he may be able to make the most out of uh, some lack of talent on the roster. I tend to think that the Patriots are probably in a position where they're going to be taking either Marvin Harrison or a tackle in their first pick in the draft. And I think they draft a quarterback in the second round, possibly, and they sit a year behind a guy like Kirk. I think that's that's a good move. So. I like this take. I agree with it. I think that he is probably the most likely one to end up here. It's just, does the money make sense uh, for the crafts? Because we know they're cheap and who knows if they are going to want to pay him money and what he's going to command even uh, in the, in the free agent market. So I agree. Tucker. Uh, I'll go last because this kind of flows into my team. I have a Patriots QB take as well. Cameron. Yeah, this makes sense. I mean, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, I, I, Kyler Murray, I think they're all kind of average guys. Um, so we're all on the same page here. It, may, it probably makes the most sense just because of the injury that happened. Vikings might think, you know what, this is as good a time as any. We never wanted to get rid of him because he's injured. Now we have an excuse. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I actually like the stake. He'll probably win the poll. <laughs> um. I hate this take, and let me tell you why. The Patriots don't need Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is not who the Patriots want. It, it, he is a guy that will make you a 9-18, and 18, maybe maybe get to the first round of the playoffs, and then nothing else. That's all it is. Really, We're 2-8 and eight currently, it, Tucker. Look, look. <laughs> great. In a rebuild, 9-8 and eight doesn't mean anything. It means better than 9-8. two and eight. Nothing. 
It means absolutely nothing towards a rebuild. 9-8 with an old QB that you're going to have to find another one in a couple weeks. It means nothing to this team. It's absolutely useless. It's a useless thing to have. Which flows right into my take on who the Patriots will sign at QB. And it won't be with their first pick. With their first pick, I'm hoping they get Marvin Harrison. That's my dream. You never know. You know, if it's not him, who knows who it'll be. Maybe it'll be a tackle. Maybe it'll be Brock Bowers, who I'd be happy with as well. I'd like to see a weapon go there. I would hate Brock Bowers. they will trade up to the mid-first, maybe late-first, for their first pick. For their future QB, excuse me. Who will be? My guy. Michael Penix Jr. An absolute ball. Uh, I mean, Trey knows that I love Michael Penix. I was talking him up at the bar. Or at, yeah, I was talking him up with Trey. Trey watched the tape. The guy's unreal. Trey, do you have any, like, he was great. And he's exactly what the Patriots need. I am all in on this guy. He's the future of the franchise, and that's what you need. You need to get a guy that can turn around the franchise, not a guy, a rental for a year, so that you guys can, in a year from now, be like, oh, well, we built up a decent team, and we're out on a QB again. That's not what I want. I want to find a guy. Michael Penix Jr. is him. He's the guy, maybe the best QB in the draft. Um, (coughs) So... Uh, I don't think this happens because in this scenario, it requires the Patriots to, first of all, uh, not trade back from their pick to select him, but to trade up. Um, That doesn't happen. Patriots don't trade up the players. Um, Now, in this scenario, I imagine that Bill Belichick is no longer here. Maybe things change. Maybe they try to get aggressive. Uh, So maybe it happens that way. But my whole caveat to the Kirk thing is that Yes, you're still in a in a a spot where you're looking long term quarterback, but like I said, they in this scenario they're drafting a developmental guy that's going to sit behind Kirk, learn the ropes, and then in two years come in and take over. I don't um, want like I don't get to sit for two years. I said the same thing a couple of weeks ago, and you no. 100% disagreed with me. Me? No, uh, Tucker. I did. Yeah, about the sit behind the quarterback thing. So, um, I think it does it does work in circumstances. Mahomes sat. Um, he's the only one that comes to my mind right now. But there's been a bunch know of what QB is yeah, and you're saying that he needs to sit for a year. I'm saying it doesn't hurt for the rookie quarterback to sit for a year. I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, I don't think it's detrimental to him. I've seen a lot of quarterbacks come in, be not ready, and get destroyed um, because of it. I, I think we're seeing in Carolina right now. Um, so I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I don't think you need to rush a guy out. You get a guy time. Maybe he comes in later in the year. Maybe it's next year. Um, I think taking your time with these things is ultimately a good idea. Um, and to your point of like Kirk Cousins does nothing to a nine and eight team. First of all, if you're putting a rookie in there, you're probably not going to do much better than nine and eight, especially with our roster. If he has a nine and eight season, the rookie, 
that's fantastic. But if Kirk comes in and puts up a nine and eight season, you got to realize we're the worst team in the league right now. Like we're listed in the bottom of the power rankings almost everywhere. We're the bottom three team in the league. Um, so any sort of improvement from this is the this is the dark age. This is it right now. We're in it. We're in the the worst year we're probably gonna have. For the best thing for our franchise is for this to happen. Yeah, that's I mean that's one way to look at it. Sure, but. If we go out and put up nine and eight with Kirk Cousins, that's a massive improvement, and then we're on the right track. Like that's all that I ask. That's then, why I that say that like be works out the next year, and people are like, "Well, we should have just kept Kirk," and it just it leaves questions. But we, but maybe if we're not taking a quarterback, we're taking a lineman. We're developing our line. I think the offense starts and ends with the line. If you don't have a good line, you're not going to have a good offense. So if we're able to build that around Kirk, maybe bring in some skills, sign some guys, draft some guys. Maybe we don't need a, a, a superstar quarterback to get back to the playoffs. I'm not looking for Super Bowls right now. I just want to be a competitive team. This was kind of my point to you saying for the past three years how we've been in a rebuild mode and how I said it's not a rebuild because we're regressing. I think if we can get better next year, that's all I want. I want to be better next year. That's it. I don't want a Super Bowl. I don't want a playoff appearance. I want to be 500 or better. That's what I would like for us to be next year. It takes time. We're resetting. We're probably resetting the coach. We're probably re- so that means we're resetting the GM, you know, and everything's going to change. So it's going to take some time for it to happen. And I, I think that rushing a quarterback out there isn't going to solve our problems. So I, I disagree. I don't think we take panics. Um, I don't think we're in position. I think ultimately what either happens is, like I said, we bring in a vet, draft some guy in the second, or we end up lucky enough to get like Caleb Williams or Drake May and you know, we, we go with them. But I, I think either one of those scenarios is more likely than us taking a player top three and then trading back into the first. That's just my honest opinion on it. Uh, Dill. Um, and I'll have more on Penix later too. I don't think this take will happen simply because I don't think we're going to trade up. That's what I, yeah, that's basically what it boils down to. And, and that's just from, history uh, but now if, if if bill is not running the show you never know so there's a new era we're not we're not a playoff team right now i think that they're like this is also tucker something i forgot to say is it in our best interest to trade assets which we don't have so it's ultimately just going to be draft picks is it smart to trade away developmental draft picks to that we need to fill out a roster uh, and kind of hamstring ourselves for the next two years for a quarterback right now. I don't if think he's the guy. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I just don't think you can it's prove like, if a guy's the guy or not. Everything, anything you can do to get the guy is 100% necessary. If, if they identify him as the best player in the draft and he actually is that, then sure. But I think that's a, a long shot. Trick. He's a winner. I don't hate him. I'll, I'll Sorry to interrupt you, Dylan. I didn't say anything. Oh, I cut into your response. Um, I just don't think that. I just don't think they'll, they'll trade up. Is, is really it? But I mean, I don't hate the idea of them signing a QB if they think he's the dude, and you know, having him sit maybe again behind a guy who has proven himself time and time again to be. Who he is, Cameron? No, I mean it depends on who the GM is. If somebody wants to go, no, no, because 
One, if it's still Bill, this has never happened, okay. obviously. If it's not Bill, I mean, what a statement to make. But in your first move as a GM, you just make this ginormous trade, all your draft picks immediately as a first-year GM. A mid-first rounder. It could probably be like next year's first. Next year's first and a, and a mid-round pick probably is, is what it's going to take. Yeah, it's not like it's not like you're franchising the entire future. Well, it's right, next year's so first round pick. As a, as a GM and not having a first pick the, the next year, I think the, the better move is, is probably the trick. But it's wasted. I like it. I just don't think it happens. All right. All right, let's kind of stay on this topic, Patriots. Um, obviously, get get pretty embarrassed in Germany. Um, and when you can't beat a team that only puts up 10 points, that's like – that's a new low. Like I said, every week they find something every week to, to present as a new low. This game to me was the end of the Mac Jones experiment. Uh, he is infinitely broken. Uh, there is nothing that will fix him. That last, that interception is a throw that 90% of quarterbacks can make. You just got to put it in the air. He was not flat. He was like, not didn't have his footwork and just soft armed it. And it was pathetic. And, Feel bad for the kid. I don't think he's like a bad dude. I see the jersey burning. I hate it. I don't think he's done anything but try his best here. He just didn't have it. And he clearly does not have the mental fortitude to deal with the struggles that were put in front of him. And I don't blame him for those struggles. The lack of talent. The three different offensive coordinators. Um, I think that's just kind of what is what it is. And the great ones can respond to that. And the bad ones can't. And clearly he couldn't. And that's my biggest knock on him is he's not very mentally strong, in my opinion. Um, so I wish him the best. I think he's done. I think we move on from him um, in some capacity. I don't know if he's here next year. If I were him, I'd try to get out and try to get a fresh start somewhere, try to work a trade. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's, he's cashed. He's not going to be a starter anywhere, I don't think. And if he is, then that's going to be a bigger indictment on us if he's able to pull, put, put a career together. Um, so right now, does this go against your point that, uh, you should draft winners because I see this partially as a statement that, look, he never dealt with adversity in college. He never dealt with any adversity. And what do you know? He came to the NFL as a polished player with some skills, but had never felt that type of pressure um, because he was always on the best franchises with the best offensive lines and the best wide receivers and then you put him on a team without that and he's just weak no not nearly the man that he was I think I think if you can't win in college and you're an elite quarterback then you're really a stiff um, I think there is something to say for that in terms of the facing adversity, but still, I, I want a guy who goes out and wins games. I don't want a guy who play, puts up numbers and doesn't win against good teams, which is kind of Caleb Williams right now. Um, but I'd rather have the dude that won all his games, maybe had a lot of talent around him, didn't face a lot of adversity, but knows how to win and beat good teams than a guy who played really well, but his team didn't win games. I, I'd still rather have the winner. But I see your point. And I've been doing a lot of thinking on the college quarterbacks. I've had a come-to-Jesus moment. I'm being too hard on them. I am in on Caleb Williams. I am in on Drake May. 
I am in on Penix. Um, I think they are, you know, they've got chances. I've just, I, I have to do this now because we clearly, like, we, like, I always kind of held out hope for Mac and, you know, hope that if they put the right things around him, which they don't think, I still don't think they have, that he could come back and, and be that player he was in his rookie year. That last throw convinced me that he would, he is unsalvageable and it's time to move on. Um, so yeah, I mean, embarrassing loss, just bad. I, I think going forward at the quarterback positions, you try Zappy, you try Greer, you see if there's anything there, try Cunningham even, but I still think Mac Jones is the best quarterback in the roster. I think Bailey Zappi had a terrible summer, got cut. They had so little respect for him that they were willing to let another team sign him. Nobody else wanted him. So he ended up back here. Um, I think Cunningham's been working out at receiver all all year, it sounds like. So I think he's kind of off the list. I, I honestly want them to kick the tires on Will Greer because I was high on him coming out of college. He was never anything. Um, so just give him a shot. And I think it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I don't think they have any good quarterbacks on the roster. I think none of these quarterbacks can pick up wins. Um, and I think that they have one or two wins left in them. Uh, depending on if Rodgers comes back, I think Bill coaches his ass off against the Jets and they have a chance of winning that game. If Rodgers is back, probably not. And then I think we win the toilet bowl coming up next week, which uh, the podcast is very excited about. Um, I think next week is kind of a must lose game if you're them. But um, just knowing how they operate I, and how the Giants are looking, I think we're kind of cooked. But, yeah, that's that's all I have, really. Um, done with Mac Jones after this one. Sorry. I was, you know, I was your number one guy. And I gave you chance after chance. And maybe it's my fault for turning on you last year in the Bears game. That probably is it. Maybe it's the fact that, that uh, somebody terrible bought me your jersey. And maybe that cursed you. I haven't considered that really until this week, but that might be it. Um, so just, I throw my arms up. I, I hope we lose every game from here on out. I'm not going to root against them, but I hope we lose. Tuck takes away, take away from the game. I mean, yeah. I mean, we watched this game together. They were not good in any respect. Uh, I mean, defensively, actually they were pretty solid. Tell them to. I mean, this is a team that was putting up points on a lot of teams, and they put up nothing against us. Yeah, ten points. You got to win I that still game. Th- What'd you say? Ten points. They you hold them to ten. You have to win that game. Yeah. Uh, I still think defensively strong. We got good defense, especially when you have your stars back. I don't know. Has there been any updates on Keon White? No. He was in that game. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's been, I don't know, Christian Barmore is coming out. As Christian Barmore is having a hell of a season. Barmore has become a stud. I think Jabril Peppers has had a good season. I mean, there's guys on this defense, and you sign these guys again. You bring back, you know, all of our bet. Like, you bring back some guys. You add some talent to this team. I think we can instantly compete next year. The season's over, and I'm rooting for losses, but not, like, I can't during a game. It's just impossible to root against your own team that you've been rooting for for so long. But I hope we lose every game this year. Um, 
it's tough though. We're in a tough spot. It's we're in a tough point. This franchise of all time, like this, might be the worst this franchise has ever been. Uh, it hurts. It hurts. But Mac Jones is done. He's not the guy. He can't fight through adversity. He just doesn't have it. Um, but Will Greer may be a guy. Bailey Zappi definitely out of the way. Bailey Zappi, Trey, I could not agree with you more. Will never be a guy. I know Cam's a Zappi guy, but he just is absolute shit. He's terrible. Um, I'm really rooting just for a top pick. Get a QB in the draft. Let's try and restart. Let's find a guy and just go all in on him. And next year is a new season. I'm excited for next season. So far away. But this season's over. So sad. I was thinking about that today. I have nothing to look forward to until the draft. Um, I have. You got to put in a big future on one team. I don't really care all that much. Um, Dill, you said you will no longer be calling um, Mac. <laughs> Mac, you'll be calling him Mary. Uh, opinions on the game. Any, yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, Mac Jones is now exclusively Mary Jones. Uh, the guy is the biggest wimp of all time. Uh, he just he, he's, he's a cry, crying whiny baby, and is just is a mental head case. Uh, he do, doesn't make any plays that make any sense. He did uh, nearly cry I, during the game. Like he almost cried. I, it, like multiple times. Um, multiple I bad games. I feel bad for him. I feel bad. I mean, I, I do feel bad for him too. I, I'm just saying, like, he, he's just he's Mary Jones now. That that's his name. Yeah, he's a coward. And unfortunately. once once that blows up, uh, credit you'll Dylan. remember me. Um. Now, uh, as for the game, what was the stat? Uh, it was like 200 and some odd games of. Letting up a certain amount of rushing yards and only a certain amount of points or something like that. It yeah. equated to rushing oh, for 150 yards and giving up 10 points or fewer. A team has never lost before. Yeah, just an unreal stat. Um, we're just that bad. We might be one of the worst teams I've ever played a game. It's actually kind of fun to watch. How bad we are? It's not fun, though. It's boring. It's the worst part. Oh, yeah. It's the same game over and over again. We've talked about it again. Um, I prefer if our defense sucked and our offense was good. We can end it on that. (laughs) We say it every week. Cam, any takeaways from this? Nah, I'm looking forward to the toilet bowl, though. Yeah, so the Giants, I don't have anything on. Just a pretty average. I mean, they got smoked, but I don't think we were expecting anything different. It... I wasn't that all that entertaining uh, to watch them get smoked. We know the Cowboys are good. We know the Giants are bad. Um, now we are in this podcast is in tank mode fully. Like we are competing for losses here. And uh, we have the uh, Giants have this week. Who are they playing? The Commanders? Yeah, so this is going to be an interesting week. We beat them earlier in the season. Um, but I do think we're in tank mode. I don't think that we're going to have the same the same fight, the same energy in this game. Last game, our defense just put on a performance, 
and Tyrod was able to, to make some plays, score 14 points. So I um, I don't expect the same. I, I expect Sam to come all the way to up a little bit. Kind of a and baller, I'm dude. actually hoping not. I'm hoping we I hoping we lose like three nothing. Defense got to show out. They've been playing okay. They're just on the field a lot. Um, we lose like yeah. It's it's a tanking season. We know that for sure at this point. They're starting to veto. They're putting everybody on the injured list. Uh, it, it goes without saying that we're we're trying to get a QB. I think you know Daniel Jones um, is going to be on the team next year. I said that, and back to the, the sitting behind a starter for a little bit. I think that's exactly what should happen. Danny should be the guy next year going into the season. If he plays well, keep him in. If he doesn't, get the Caleb Williams or Craig May in there. So that that's my goal right now. It's what I'm looking forward to, and uh, I'll yeah, I'm excited for for next season. Uh, Cam, I wanted to bring this up with you while we're on the Giants because it seems like just this week some of the coaching stuff has started to be whispered. And it's definitely whispers. It's not like most Giants fans don't want to get rid of Dayball, but some people have started to bring it up and say maybe he's not worth having here. So I just wanted to pose this to you because the Belichick to, to the Giants rumors have picked up a little steam too. And I wanted to pose this to you. Uh, if you had to hire a coach, so dayball has been fired and the GM has been fired. I don't know his name. Uh, both of them have been fired. And, and <coughs> you guys have to hire a coach and GM. Would you want Bill Belichick? No, not even a little bit. Never. Um, can you take the GM role too? Yeah, he's both. He's both. In Gross. Absolutely disgusting. 71 years old, fat. Old, fat. He's I mean, up you do currently now. have a fat head coach. Cooler, bald, younger. Worked for Belichick. A Belichick um, coach. No, this is what I want to happen. Dable's staying. Wink Martindale. A lot of people are saying he's out. I would be okay with keeping him again. Um, I said this on the podcast 80 times. Uh, fire every position coach, special teams. Offensive line coaches needs to be gone yesterday, last season. I want Ken Dorsey as our offensive coordinator. Get rid of Kafka. If we can get Dorsey back with Dable again, I, I don't see why, why that doesn't happen. So uh, that's my goal. Fire the offensive coordinator, fire position coaches, defense coordinator, whatever. I'm, I'm fine with either. Dable stays. Joe Shane stays. Uh, Tucker or Dylan, do we have any thoughts on the Giants? I mean, it's, there's not much to say, I don't think. Uh, I'm a little shocked that you're like, roll out Daniel Jones next year and draft Caleb Williams. I mean... If you get Caleb Williams, I don't, like, what if Daniel Jones shows out and you have Dan, Caleb Williams? Like, let's say you guys are... Oh, no, I'm... I, okay, so I, I, I didn't really make this clear. If, if Caleb Williams is better and he's just absolutely the guy, yeah, obviously, go with Caleb. I'm just saying if he shows signs of maybe not quite being as NFL ready as he thought, not learning the playbook fast enough, okay. just start, start Danny for the first two, three, four games, whatever the case may be. But obviously, yeah, if you're drafting one okay, or two I was overall. Like, so you're going to draft a QB and then see if your QB, your uh, guy no, is a guy, no, no. guy then. And I was like, that seems like a disaster. No, I, mean, I would like him. the guy to start week one. Danny not to touch the field. But if it is a case where he's not quite ready yet and he needs to sit, at least we have Danny there and you know we're paying him to do something. 
Do you guys just eat that contract? We're gonna have to. Nobody's gonna trade. Nobody's for that. gonna take him. No. I mean, trade him next year. Somebody will pay five million. Are you happy with what happened last season? Yes. Like. Yeah, now, I know all things like, considered, we want to play a golf game, and I'm very happy about it, yes. Okay, I'm just curious, like, even with, like, what happened because of it, like, Daniel Jones getting the contract, like, if you could take it back, you wouldn't. We weren't going to win the Super Bowl getting rid of Danny Jones. We're not winning one now. I'll take the playoff win when I can get it. Yeah. All right, I just, I just wanted to know. I mm-hmm. honestly know which way Yeah, I'm, I'm angry about it, and I'm, I'm holding on to the playoff win. And it's my only excuse for teams that didn't win a playoff game last year. And now I'm not going to be able to have it after this year. Um, Bill, you have any Giants A lot of debt. Um, I watched the first, like, quarter of this game, and it was just funny to watch uh, the Giants start their drives on, like, the one-yard line for, like, three drives in a row and go absolutely zero yards. Um, so I knew this game was going to be great. I mean, we all knew that from the beginning. Um, but just that fact um, was just kind of funny to watch. Uh, they're in a similar boat as the past. We talked about it every week. All right. Um, some other teams I want to talk about. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are, like, dead, dead. They're, they're finished. Um, they have a chance to make the playoffs. I, they might. They, they probably will. But their window is jam shut. And Josh Allen, without Dayball, has regressed into old Josh Allen, which is funny interception, great play, funny interception, great play. Um, they lost to a team they should have beaten, obviously. He is never going to good because his Whoa. I put on the game. That's on me. Um, that was loud. And... Now they're having all sorts of problems. They fired Dorsey, which is stupid. It was getting memed to death on Twitter this week. It was so funny. How like God, how dare Dorsey throw all those interceptions and like have a subpar defense? Like, <laughs> um, but it's it's that's not the answer. It's not going to fix them. Diggs wants out. It sounds like um, so. There's problems there between those two best friends, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I think the Bills are cooked, man. I think they are going to have some tough years ahead of them making decisions about Josh Allen. If he continues in this trajectory, maybe he's not the guy. You know, maybe you need to start looking at, at some other option. But I think they're, like we said, this podcast said at the beginning of the year, before the beginning of the year, said it last spring, that the uh, the their window is closed and they were not will not be a Super Bowl contender this year. And I think that's that's a fact. Cam, what is wrong with the Bills? Um, yeah, we all called this at the beginning. They're just digressing. They're getting worse. They, their window is up. That was the absolute right call. I still think they get in the playoffs. Just because with the Bengals now going down. And uh, I don't think the Texans can hold on as much as I want them to. I think they sneak in, unfortunately. Um. They play the Jets this week, so they get them without Aaron. I think they do beat the Jets this time around. Hard to beat a team twice. They sneak into the playoffs. Anything can happen from there. But from everything we've seen so far, it's, uh, Josh Allen's digress, and the Bills are kind of back to their, their 8-8 eight eight seasons. 
do you think they bounce back at all or do you think they this trend continues in the yeah i mean year? yeah as much as they can like i said i think they make the playoffs so i think they end up nine and eight ten and seven i'm talking more like next year uh oh no i think they're on a, a steady decline still talk um yeah i don't i think this team's done with for the significant future i i mean i just they have a couple of bright spots, but it just feels like they're aging at QB. And aging? He's like 30, not even. I wouldn't say I age, age is the issue. That's fair. I thought he was older, if I'm being honest with you. But um, no, I just, I don't know. I can't see. I just can't see it working out long term. Um, I think it's they're on their way to a rebuild for the significant future, and then maybe I don't know. I I I don't see a world where they're competing. I just can't see it. Uh, Dill. Uh, I agree with Tucker. Insightful. Um, I want to throw a fraud tag on the entire AFC East. Uh, people at the beginning of the season said this this division was going to be the best division of football. Everyone was going to be good. Turns out the Patriots suck. The Bills kind of suck. The Dolphins are major frauds. Can't beat a good team. And the Jets are the Jets, which means that they're going to have injury problems and they're going to have issues. I think if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt, the Jets are leading this division easily. Um, I think they are beating the Dolphins, I think they are beating good teams. Um, so I, I just want to throw that fraud tag on there all the way around for the for the AFC East garbage division. Um, Cam, you mentioned the Texans. They got a win this week in very cool fashion against the Bengals. Um, and it was the second week in a row that Stroud has showed out. Uh, and the first week it happens, you're like, okay, well, every dog has his day, you know, a blind squirrel can find a nut. Like maybe this kid has something, maybe it was just a good game for them to do this two weeks in a row against the, and then follow it up with a win against a quality opponent. I think that CJ Stroud is legit. And that is one more AFC quarterback that, uh, is going to be a thorn in the Patriots side moving forward. Uh, we already have a stacked uh, a stacked division in terms of quarterbacks. A lot of really good quarterbacks in our in our uh, conference. And I think you just add one more to the pile in C.J. Stroud. And I think D'Amico Ryans deserves coach of the year for getting that, that defense bottom unit, bottom unit in the league last year. They are now middle of the pack. Still not excellent, but good enough to win games. He has uh, developed Stroud quickly. Uh, I think he's a great head coach so far. I mean, these things can change, but as of right now, he's my coach of the year. Cam, what do you think of the Texans? Your uh, new favorite team, who you said in the past. New favorite team. Yeah, I'm a Texans fan this year. I really hope they make the playoffs. I would love to see what CJ could do. Is it just because he's beating the... He's doing a great job. Is it just because he's beating the OSU quarterback suck allegations? Well, no, he's an Ohio State quarterback, so I already pre... pre Predisposed, predetermined. Yes, yeah, so you have a predisposition. <clears throat> yeah, to to root for him. 
Um, and the fact that he's just playing well on a, a team like the Texans right after getting rid of Deshaun, um, they win, right? The Texans and the Browns are always kind of like the, the laughing stock. And the Texans got the best of this one. They got their guy. They also won a game at the end of last season to get the second pick, to get this guy. Yeah. I love it. Um, that's good karma. Just playing to win the that game. Is. That's what you have and to do. Play to win the game. That's what it, Herm Edwards quote. You play to win the game. Play to win the game. D'Amico's doing a great job. I still think Dan Campbell is uh, coach of the year, but um, it, it's possible. Uh, I will just jump in here. I also love this team. Tank Dell is also going on, I mean, another rookie star already. Uh, I didn't, I don't even remember hearing about Tank Dell in the draft is the crazy thing. He was a late pick. CJ Stroud got, CJ Stroud got drafted and then told the GM, go get Tank Dell. And they did it. And that's awesome for the team. I did not know that was. Did they yeah. play together, or did he just like? No, nope, like, he played at Houston. Tank Dell's from Houston. He said he played with him in the combine and pro day or whatever. He said he's lit. He's legit. Go get him. And they listened to their that's, second I mean, second pick QB. That's insane. That's, imagine just listening to the guy that you just picked and barely know, and it just works. Imagine listening to your quarterback in general. It's crazy. Did, did they? Did he say that? Like right. After after he got, he drafted, got drafted in the draft in the draft second that's day of the awesome. draft or whatever that's awesome second day is like hey you know i know you we just met but uh he's gonna be good yeah for so i think long. they played together on pro day i think tank might have texted cj first or something like that and i don't know you can look it up but it was an awesome story he's gonna be good for such a long time god damn it. what cj says just goes honestly he gets on the podium and he owns everyone. I he liked him ever since he bought everyone's suits. Said, I loved what he said when they were like, hey, what do you think about them uh, picking you? That You talk about being an MVP. And he said, they love me this week. They'll hate me next week. Like, just. He has so many quotable right. lines already. I'm not a test taker. I'm a football player or something. At the combine when they were talking about his. Wonderlick score. Does he have a low score? Bad Wonderlick. Yeah, I'm not a test taker. Yeah, this dude's got to be good. He's a leader. Um, Dill, any thoughts on the Texans? I love CJ and I like the Texans. Um, I wish I was a Texans fan. Oh, that's foul. See, I, I heard this conversation that was like, who would you want to be a fan of uh, right now? Who's like the team? And the real answer is the Chiefs because they are the new Patriots. They do everything the similar way. But... Somebody said the Texans, and I I disagree. 30 years of sucking for a couple good years here and there? No thanks. Pass. Well, it's, it's, just, it's just fun rooting for them. No, it's they're, not. Yeah, they're, right a now, they're a loser franchise. Now, not like for the next 10 years. And I think they're more fun right now. Like It's like having, like, finding out, like, I think we got the guy is just such a fun That's a different situation. team every year, though. I, I just tend to think... I think Stroud's good. I think he'll be good. But they're the Texans, so it will come back down to earth eventually. That's my opinion, at least. Yeah, no, I would agree. <laughs> um, speaking of another stud quarterback who Tucker said sucks and was going to have a terrible week, Josh Dobbs might be a legit quarterback in this league right now. Um, probably not. He will probably fall off the face of the earth this year. It's a Geno Smith-type character from last year. But, boy, he's, he's balling right now. 
and he's got all the energy in the world. Um, the team's behind him. He doesn't. He didn't know where the locker room was when he got to the game uh, this week. He had to be pointed in the direction of the locker room. Went out, balled out, won the game. Um, I want to say I'm all in on him. I'm not because he's not a young guy. He's been in the league for a long time. But I will say the Browns are looking even more stupid than they could right now because he was on their team to start the year. They traded him for nothing to Arizona. They could be using him right now. And they could they could really use him right now. Dude's just a dog, bald guy. He has bald, bald guy energy. And uh, I'm all in on, on the pastronaut. Dylan, this is your new favorite player. Uh, what, what do you think of him? Oh, yeah. I love him. I love that he doesn't have any hair. I know that it's like a medical condition, um, but it's still a hairdo. Um, it makes me happy. I think uh, I think he's legit. I think he's the reason why the Vikings will say see you later to Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins is going to come to the pass. Uh, Cam, you're a Josh guy too, I think, from last week. One week, so the, the theme yep. between Stroud and Dobbs is one week is like an anomaly, two weeks is a trend, and these guys are both trending upwards. Yeah, I think Dobbs is just, I mean, he kind of did this a little bit in Arizona, just not as good of a team. I I think that they're just letting him go out there and kind of do whatever, and he has really good talent around him, and it's helping him out. I I don't think it's going to end really. I don't I don't see him just all of a sudden going back to complacent. I think he is going to be a pretty decent quarterback this year. I think yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think next year is is probably when he goes. Yeah. No, I think he goes back to a backup and you put him in like a Heineke role. But he's a Fitzmagic. He's a Heineke. He's a guy that's going to take the team to the playoffs in a wild card spot probably unless you're um, unless my take is that they win the NFC North. Uh, I, I I love him. He's just playing his heart out out there, and I think it sticks for, for this year. Um, who knows? The Vikings are weird. Case Keenum brought him to the NFC Championship one time. People forget. It's not a miracle. And then he got bad in Denver. He got a bad man. He sucked. Does he still exists. Yeah, one year. Um, he's the backup for somebody right now. Texans, maybe, again. He's not. He's not the Chiefs backup, right? Who's that dude that comes in and gets Chad Henney? No, he retired after the Super Bowl last year. Um, Chad Henney. Tucker, explain. Keenum is back on the Texans. He's the backup from the Texans. Tuck, uh, Tucker, are you a, are you still a hater or no? Are you are you in on Dobbs now? Because he absolutely he just bet, uh, bet against him, but he, he's awesome. He took I, our I really money. Like, I think he's a cool guy. He took uh, our money. His story's awesome. Like, he's just. He's an awesome story, and but dear God, does he make me mad? Uh, <laughs> Stole money. He's a good story. It's good. He just shouldn't be that good. He's a smart it's, guy. He, he's he can read defenses. He's smart. He can chart the stars. You can read a defense. Um. All right, I that's kind of all the topics. I want to just get a uh, worry level for the Jaguars. They got smoked. They didn't look good. Trevor Lawrence had his worst game of the year. Give me a concern level. I'll that's it, the worst. It's the worst worst time to play the Niners. Three game losing streak and then a bye. Healthy Debo back. Trent Williams back. 
Um, that was the absolute worst possible situation. No one in the NFL beating the Niners in that game. I'm not, I'm not worried about the Jags. Um, I hope the Texans win the division, but the Jags will be fine. Trevor having the worst season of his career so far. I think even worse than his rookie year. So they got to figure that out. But I think the Jags are going to be fine. They're still winning games. They're still first in the division, I believe. Um, I think they win the division. I almost still, made my take the Texans in that division. Um, give, okay. me a, give me a number, 1 to 10, in certain level. I would be at a 5. Oh, I'm at a 5 as well, Cam. Connection. Tucker, concern model. 5. Wow. Dylan? Give me, like, give me like an 8 Break. or something. Crazy. A 4? All right. Uh, any other games, guys? Or are we good? Are we this ready? Guy's in parlay. Let's build a parlay. Um, Cam, you said you liked the number tonight. What'd you like? The Bengals? Really glad we didn't. Really glad we didn't do that yeah. third street Thursday night game. Yeah. So um, I'm being told to set limits. Don't bother me. with Yeah, that. I got that earlier. Um, all right. Numbers, numbers. Let's look at the numbers. I only have one game that I like. What is it? Chargers minus three against the Packers. Okay. Lock Love it that. Lock it up. Chargers need to win this game. Packers are terrible. Oh, boy. Yeah. A lot of I big get, spreads. I get what you're saying about the board this week, Cam. This is a tough board. Um, I kind of like. Commanders over Giants, but I I know we have rule against that. Cam? You can take it. I just worry that the Commanders aren't going to score 10 points. Sam yeah, Howell is kind of balling. Seven zero. Howell's kind of balling. Yeah, no, but they won 14. Giants beat them 14-7 last game. Yeah, but you we had Danny Jones. With the not Commanders. We'd love to beat them. Yeah, but the but Devito sucks. It's all the rules. It's so many points. It's so many points. We have rules against it. Oh, I see an easy one. Steelers plus one and a half. I had that actually, and that's a big sign because I usually hate them. See, I took them last week. They did me right. Plus one and a half against who's their backup? The the Browns. PJ Walker sucks. Ball. Not we're, we're not a PJ Walker Baller. podcast. Um, that actually is concerning to me. Now I'm going Steelers plus one and a half. That seems like easy money. Tucker or Dylan? Oh, this this whole board makes me want to throw up. A lot of big numbers. Screws. Boys uh, plus ten. That seems like it makes sense. I was I was thinking about it, but uh. I almost just want to take an over and call it a day. I, I, you know what I really like more than anything else on the board? The Cardinals-Texans over. We've not put an over into this parlay. I don't see why we couldn't. Yeah. You know what? If we can take it, I'll take it. I like Kyler. And I like C.J. Stroud right now. What's the number? What is it? What's the line? 48. One point. That's a lot of points. 
All right, Cardinals Texans over. Dell. Um, I'm going to take the Bucks again. Mm-hmm. What's the line? I don't even know. Plus twelve. Plus against twelve the- against the Niners. Yep. Did you even look at the board? Yep. I just forgot what the number was. We're not picking from a picking out of a hat this week, are we, Dylan? No. You know what? No, I changed my mind. Never mind. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. What were you thinking? Give us your thought. Primetime unders have been like undefeated in the last like month. Not tonight. Well, it's Actually, only four. Maybe. Maybe tonight. The line. No, the the Bucks are. What? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong week. Oh, jeez. I was thinking about plus twelve. Like, Broncos under 43. So, but you're going to stick with yours. Yeah. I got to stick with it. Right, Dylan, you're sticking with yours. That's, I hate it. I did. All right. Chargers minus three. Steelers plus one and a half. Um, Cardinals, Texans over 48. And Bucks plus 12. You know how I said I think uh, we're due? I don't think this is the week. I hate this bet. <laughs> I think the board is brutal to us. This I love week. the bet. All right. Um, ready for this, guys? Ready. All right. Uh, in honor of episode 200, this episode's list, guys, is list, guys. Pick your favorite list. Draft your list of the ones we've done. A lot of them. We've done a lot of them. Probably close to 100 now. Um so you got you got plenty of picks here. And Cam, for now, you are still the first overall pick. I sure am. And with one one, obviously. Best list of all time. Nuts. It was a good list. Yeah, that was my that was my number one. Uh, nuts nuts is the list. A lot of laughs on that list. Um, nuts. Just uh log nuts. Go nuts. A lot of good different nuts. Done. Um. Oh boy. Um. I'm. I'm. I can't even remember a lot of them to be honest with you. I struggled trying to think of some of these before the show even started. Um. I'm gonna go with. Didn't we do like handsome men? Man crushes. Man crushes. I'm gonna go man crushes number one. Celebrity man uh, crushes. That was a good one. Tucker, who went first in our last list? You were man. I believe you did it. I thought it was you. Okay, then you can go. All right, well, I'm doing female crushes. Female celebrity crushes, yeah. number one. I think yeah, that, was, that was a good one. Um, we posted that. Tucker was very hyped up about posting uh, the rest of our list from now on. Did it for two weeks and then quit. Um, but... I mean, this was a fun one, just getting the opinions. Uh, I got a lot of hate from the boys on some of mine. Turns out I had the best list. All the girls agreed my list was the best list. So, um, I remember being in agreement. Uh, pretty sure everybody was like, well, if you didn't have Ariana on there, it would be the best one. But So, it, so it, it's probably the best, but Ariana brings it down. I mean, I had Margot Robbie, Sydney Sweeney, Ana de Armas. That's, that is a one, two, three to just take people on, but got a lot of engagement on that one. Enjoyed uh, the banter Dylan with some 
absolutely bananas picks. Amanda Seyfried being just a wild, a wild I pick. Even, I don't even remember who that is. <laughs> um, so that's my number one. Talk. Uh, number one, I'm going to go with our actors list. Fun one for me. Got to find out a lot about the guys. Um, I'm honestly drawing a blank on a lot of our list. This was tough for me. I like, because there was nothing for us to go back on besides the two lists that I did that I did the uh, things for. So, um, I posted 10 lists, uh, like two years ago on our, on our Instagram. Yeah, I mean, Hector's was one of my favorites. I'm trying to um, I mean, my those were my three. I had four picks before any of this. Um, I mean, there I are think, some obvious ones that we still argue okay. about today. Let me go with uh, sports moments. And we did our uh, list of all-time sports moments, like our favorite mo- moments from all of sports. Fits the theme of the podcast. Uh, my number two is going to be pop punk bands or 90s bands or whatever it ended up being. But brought me, put me back. It was recent. It was a couple months ago. Brought me back to a lot of good music that I've, I've gone back and started listening to again. Uh, kind of got me in that mode for a little bit. I know Cam was kind of there too. Um, just a lot of great, great music that we mentioned that I kind of forgot about. And to I, I to be able to go back to that music has been fantastic. So just for the for the things in my life that uh, it brought back, I'm going with that one. Uh, pop punk bands or rock bands or whatever the and hell it ended up being. Dill, uh, I'm going condiments, and I stick to cheese not being a condiment. I was thinking Tucker was going to come up with that one. On my list. Cam? Vince should have bet on my... Yeah, I'm so glad this made it to me, guys. You missed a big one. Commercial Jingles was an absolute great pissed. Free credit report, education connection. Um, that was one of my favorite lists. Really got nostalgic. Number three, I'm going to go with the Alpha Moves list. The manly things. Uh, peeing on the fire. Peeing outside. Uh, building building. Manly stuff. things. I forgot. Manly things. Great list. We had a lot of uh, unique things on that list. Dell, back to you. Um, mine's going to be one that not. I don't think everybody was there for. Um, I don't know how I, I remember this, but I, I just remembered it when Cam was talking. Um, it is uh, letters of the alphabet. <laughs> do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think I don't we know. were all there for that one. Were we all there for that one? I think so. Um, that was a that was a great one. Um. All right. I am gonna go with road trip snacks. I like that list. Tucker's list was crazy. Pizza as a road trip snack oh, yeah. was insane. Uh, I, there was another one on there too, though. It was like, "What the hell is anyone talking about?" But pizza, 
Papa Gino's on a road trip is my favorite road trip snack. I don't. Where the fuck do you get Papa Gino's on the road? <laughs> they're all they're and, all over nope. the bike. I'm sorry, you you don't drive on the Mass Pike enough. Sorry, not everyone drives through Vermont, Dylan, where there's nothing besides. <laughs> I thought like it was pen. like uh, I thought it was like some other pizza fucking. No, it's Papa Gino's specifically. Yeah, no, That's pizza's not a snack though. So <laughs> it is a snack. To Shut reiterate up, that, condiment boy. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. The the lists it's where there's controversial picks. The lists where there are controversial picks are my favorite lists. So I'm going road trip snacks number three. Speaking of controversial picks, um, this was one of mine. It was the chips list. Uh, there was a lot of fight on if my number one chip was a chip. Um, you know, still up for debate to this day. Some people say I'm right. Some people say I'm wrong. I don't think anyone's ever right. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that, that was fair. Uh, club crackers might not be a chip. Uh, and then number four, I'm going to go with cafeteria lunches. This was a nostalgic one for me that I forgot a lot of the things that we, that some of the people had in their list. The taco salads. The Thanksgiving turkey day, the chicken patties, it was just stuffed crust pizza. It's an all-time list. All right, number four, I am going with a list that only two of us were here for. We didn't have a list. We had a short show. We wanted to pad the show, so we pulled it out of our butts. It's uses for a potato, me and Dill. Oh, yeah. Sat down (laughs) and picked our top five uses of a potato. We had it as ammunition for a spud cannon. We had it as a clock. We had it cooked in different ways. French fries, I think scalloped potatoes or something like that. Baked potatoes might have been on there. But uses for a potato, Dylan and I really, I think I just said it. We were like, what should we do for list on air live? And I was like, uses for a potato. So we went with it and uh, it was a great list. Me and Dylan broke it down. So that's my number four. Dilly. Trying to think. Um, what other lists did we do? So many. Uh, Anything. I know. Probably about 80 more. Um, fast food chains, is it? Maybe. Uh, no, did. that was kind of lame. We did do that. I remember we did that. Favorite sports moments of all time? Tucker took that. It's off the board. Uh, I have 50. I, I'm so bad at remembering this type of stuff, though, is the problem. Search list, guys, in your messages. I send, send recommendations all the time. Yeah, I could have done that. I didn't. Um, Okay, maybe, maybe cartoon uh, characters. The cartoon characters. We did that. Yep, that was a good one. All right, I'm gonna go number four. Ugly people. <laughs> that was a fun list. Um, just knowing how everybody really feels. I think I had Susan Boyle on there early. I don't think uh, was I there for that one. I don't think you were. <clears throat> I think Danny DeVito was my one. 
I think I, I um, think you were. I think we did that when I was I at your house. Fulford was my one, which I stand by to this day. Number five. I'm gonna go with between two. I'm gonna go with smells. Smells was a good nostalgic episode. There's a lot of smells out there. Um, Tucker being this gasoline. Stand by that one. Love the gasoline smell. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe get a popcorn is on there. Fresh cut grass, barbecue. A lot of good smells. Take you back. I had a moment this morning where I smelled something. And I, it's, it's so weird how this works. I immediately thought back to when I was in like third grade playing Mario on the Game Boy SP. I just remember smelling that smell when I was playing that game. It's weird how smells really do take you back. Dylan? Um, I was just scrolling through a bunch of stuff. Uh, juice. Remember when we did juice and nobody liked it? And Trey couldn't come up with any juices. That was a good one. I mean, thinking of 20 juices was a tough time. Yeah. Sam and I had a we were, we were wonderful... at straws at the end. We were, like, having to Google what, like, were juices. I don't even remember what I ended up going with. There were some weird ones there. We were, like, passion fruit juice. Um, a memorable one. My number five was going to be one that... Um, it's similar to one of the ones Cam picked. He picked Alpha Moves. I feel like this is the same vein. Superstitions or moves that just seem right. Um, I think of the, this list all the time because my I think my number one pick was not stepping on cracks. And still, when I'm walking to work and I'm stepping over cracks, I'm like, I remember that list guy. And we just listed out our superstitions, things that just feel right that you do. Great list. Uh, it was a good list. It was funny, and uh, that's my that's my number five underrated list. Not talked about enough. Um, my number five to end off the list. You know what? I think this is apropos. Wasted takes moments. That was a good one. Going back. That was episode one hundred. Moments of uh, wasted takes. A hundred episodes ago feels like just yesterday. Uh, yeah, it was just nice, and you know, we've made 100 episodes more of memories. So we must have done close to 150 lists. Probably. I don't think so, because there was a lot of times that we didn't do it. We skip, we've skipped it a lot, but... And then it took us, like, two or three years to create list guys. I don't think so. I think it was close to a year. Yeah, I would say it was about a year. I don't remember it being every week. I think it was after your, uh, after your... Apartment was our studio, which was what fall of 2021. 2021? I think winter 2022 list guys became like a, a thing. So, I mean, this podcast are what 2019, 2018, 29, and tail end of 19. So, yeah, like two, three years. No, yes, tail end of 2019, right? Yes, yeah, I was right before COVID, right before COVID. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I was still in college. Cam was still in college. You two weren't. All right. That's list, guys. That's episode 200 of Wasted Takes. Just want to take a moment. Thank you, guys. Oh, do you have honorable mentions, Cam? Because you said you had 50 lists. There you go. Um, I feel like you guys skipped me. I think Tucker missed a big one, Drake songs. We love that list. Drake songs was maybe one of For some reason, the, the hatred. For Aubrey Graham came out in Tucker's heart that time. 
this guy's pain relief pills. Remember when we did pills? I remember when you asked for it five weeks in a row. Um, I had some good honorable mentions. Uh, personal sports moments I had on my list. Yeah. Pixar characters was a good one. That was controversial. Undrafted free agents. Uh, backup QBs was a good one. That was our first From one. Way back when. That was our, that wasn't even was a list, guys, list, list, guys. But that was just pick your yeah, favorite. Yeah, we were just listing off backup QBs. Yeah, pick, oh, pick your favorite geez. backup QB. And me and Cam were like, we're going to make our own separate podcast of just list guys. <laughs> Mine is retired now, like Bortles. I think we did. Did we do Vines? I know we did Jits. We did do Jits. Vines. We did do Vines. Did we do GIFs? We did do GIFs. Oh, did I pick Nick Young? I hope I did. Yeah. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. I picked Nick Young and I picked uh, Why the Fuck You Lying Guy. I think I picked Why You Lying. Oh, did you? Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. It happened in some order like that. Abbreviations. Did we end up doing that one? Yeah, we did. BRB. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Text, text abbreviations. Text speak. Rihanna songs for the Super Bowl. Did we do white people? Because <laughs> that's in the suggestions. Are <laughs> still recording? Yeah, we are. That's pretty funny, though. That's not. There's nothing wrong oh, with that. Um, all right, that's episode two hundred. Just take a moment to thank uh, the three of you guys for doing this every week. Uh, I'm still enjoying it. Sometimes it's a little bit of a hassle more than others, but um, still enjoying it. Thank you to everyone who has ever listened to the show. So we hear many. honestly it is quite a lot of people. Two hundred people, maybe. Probably one episode a person. I mean, we've got our boy up in Canada. Shouts out you again for the third week in a row. You're here for two hundred. I know uh, you know, just to we should have done list guys listeners. Maybe that's three hundred. Um Can we list twenty listeners that we know of? I I think I know twenty people who have listened to at least an episode of Wait to Taste. Um I mean, I can, you know, we got John McNinch, big, big listener. Um, Don't spoil it. Also a hater. He's like every week you will have some comment about the. He's a hater. He's my biggest hater. So he is. He's a Trey McNinch hater at this point. (laughs) Just because you are so. I mean, you're just so negative. You've been negative since like the start of this podcast. It's been awful. That's how I root. But uh, shout out all those we have lost along the way. Uh, the the Forbidden Word segment, uh, the Ways It Takes Pong tournament, uh, Frankie Memorial Studios, uh, Tucker's House Studio, my last two apartments, uh, three apartments, my last three apartment studios. Uh, but yeah, we've the come triangle. Along. The triangle that's still kicking though. Triangle is still a studio, still active. Um. Yeah, we've come a long way from uh, sitting around a table and saying, Dill, what do you think of the Vikings? I don't know. Skip. We still get those moments yep. sometimes, but we've come yeah, a long way. Good. Come a long way. Did not think about football when we started this podcast? He did. He just didn't know as much as he does now. Now he comes prepared with stats. Yeah. It was like, it was like, what do you think of uh, Christian McCaffrey? And Dill be like, who's that? I mean, episode one, the big conversation was Matt Stafford, Hall of Famer or not, Detroit Lions. So that was that was a big conversation. Um, so here's to the next 100. We got the Wasties coming up next month. We will crown a winner. Still up in the air. 
who will be taking it's exciting that it's up in the air now. I'm rooting for Dill. My my dynasty falls short two years in, so technically not a dynasty, but I technically have one. I'm the only one to win Wasted Taker by uh, by Dylan's standards. I'm the only one with two. So, um, thank you, boys. Episode 200. Keep listening. Vote on the polls. We got it. We got exciting polls coming up. These are going to change the course of Wasted Takes history. Thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you for episode 300 in two years. So long. See ya.